Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is the Weekly Pint. It's the the show that uh, is a show. I, I still don't know how I'm supposed to do an intro to this since it's now a show. It's... Uh, it's 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 strange for me, but uh, it used to not be a show. You guys know the drill. <laughs> it used to not be uh, something we took seriously, and now I think I think we do take it a little more seriously. But uh, it's still relaxed. It's a happy hour. It's an excuse for us to all hang out and have a drink together and uh, talk about whatever uh, has been going on, whatever is about to go on, um, just to to sit and uh, and shoot the proverbial uh, stuff. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the other word yet because. Uh, YouTube and and other algorithms don't like it if you do it too quick, so we won't. Um, uh, part of the point is uh, to drink together. Uh, no matter what you're drinking, it's okay. But uh, tell us what you're drinking so that we can all feel like we're doing it in the same uh, in the same little space together. Uh, speaking of which, um, let's see. Marco's having a psychopathy. Caroline says she's hanging out in Indiana. Drank an Outback <laughs> Boomin Lager earlier. Unsure if I'll crack a beer in the hotel room or not. What is an Outback Boomin Lager? Is that like an Outback beer, like their own like thing? A Boomin Boomin Lager, like a like a like a Boomin Onion? Uh, <laughs> I'm curious there. Uh, Josh is having a Tree Search number thirteen. This one is hazy and good. Is that the one that's in the twelve ounce cans? Uh, the new kind of Tree Search uh, in the smaller packaging. Um, Julia is having a super fresh one, a can of Left Can Twins from Cellar Dweller. Oof, uh, that is definitely uh, fresh. It's not the word that I would use, but I bet it's still tasting pretty good. Uh, just give it a little, a little shake before you drink it. Make sure everything is all stirred up. <laughs> I'm curious to how it's drinking, though. Uh, I don't have a beer in front of me. That's not true. I have a beer over there, but I haven't opened it yet. Uh, Caroline says it's a house beer they have. It's a light lager. It was okay. I'm curious who makes it. That uh, I love when people have these um, uh, kind of house brands that they do because it, not that I'm actually curious about the beer itself. I just want to know who makes it. Like where did this come from? Um, what is the actual beer? Is it something they brew different just for these restaurants or is it something um, that is uh, – just repackaged and called something else because both of those things happen. Josh says, yes, the 12 ounce can from the mixed pack. Uh, definitely curious to, uh, uh, to try that one. I have not had it yet. Julia says, drink it pretty well. Not as sweet and uh, pasty as it was when it was first canned. Uh, it's holding up just fine. Yep. Uh, 11%. Yeah. The, you know, uh, <clears throat> beer is a little more um, hearty than I think people give it credit for. Uh, there's a lot of beer that can hold up pretty well over time. There's a lot of beer that definitely, uh, it all changes. Uh, even the stuff that does hold up well, it all changes. Uh, but some of it um, changes and, and becomes okay. There's definitely plenty that are not as good, uh, but it's not going to hurt you. It uh, just may not be as tasty as it would have been. Um, that's kind of my general rule. Most of them, uh, most of them are not going to get better. Uh, as a as a general rule of thumb um well even that's not fair to say but hopefully a lot of breweries if it's a beer that um is going to improve with a little bit of time hopefully they do that for you before that beer gets to you um and then by the time that it gets in your hands it is ready to go uh, hopefully that's not always the case but that should be the case 
Uh, Marco says, that was fun. For a quick minute, we were trending. Uh, Marco used to, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, used to make beer at Cellar Dweller. Um, uh, Cellar Dweller is not the uh, the most trendy brewery out there, um, but there was a little uh, quick minute there that it seemed like uh, things were going to be uh, very different there. They uh, took a dive into packaging and were getting people actually talking about their beer. They had a couple uh, uh, couple fun ones um, with uh, uh, the, the pastry stouts and, and some stuff like that that people were started talking about. Uh, and then... Yeah, then it didn't uh didn't all it didn't didn't stick i guess <laughs> uh, i'm gonna drink a beer uh got an empty glass uh i don't know if you can see behind me very well um but right next to the uh, on-air sign over there right there is a golden gnome trophy uh and i also have two empty beer glasses Hopefully you know what that means. We got a quest. Uh, we gotta we gotta keep doing these showdowns. We gotta keep working our way through. Um, and I have uh, two uh, really good ones to uh, to dive into tonight. This was not the showdown that uh, was actually supposed to happen. Um, but I still I'm these last couple beers. There's a couple that I'm still missing, um, which uh, we'll go ahead and uh, shout them out. Uh, I still have not been able to find West Sixth their uh, their Donka chain. Um, I'm having trouble getting that one. I will hopefully grab that one this week. That was supposed to be one of these beers tonight, but since I didn't get my hands on it in time, uh, it gets bumped to a different showdown. Uh, we have Northern Road Fest beer. Uh, we have some of that uh, coming. Uh, 16 lots. Their Oktoberfest. I still am not clear if that's going to hit cans or not. Uh, we'll see, <laughs> but don't have that one. Uh, West Side Fest beer, another one that uh, is definitely coming, um, but don't have it quite yet. And then Wooden Cask, their Oktoberfest that they surprised surprised me with. I didn't think it was going to hit uh, packaging. I wasn't even sure that they were going to make it this year, and they uh, they just put it out there on social that uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's here. So uh, I don't have that. Um, let's see. All right. So, beer number one, again, this was not supposed to be competing tonight. Uh, however, it now is. Uh, this is Third Eye, their fest beer. The Dritus, see, I, I can't pronounce this. This is a bad one. Uh, Dritus, Dritus Aug, uh, their fest beer. Third Eye's fest beer. We'll just put it at that. Um, it says, I am Prosit. This fest beer mimics what is served in Germany for the annual Oktoberfest celebration. Dritus Aug is a smooth, clean, pale German lager that showcases elegant, bready malt character without being too heavy or filling. It is well-balanced, medium-bodied, and finishes with light sweetness that contributes to its excellent drinkability. Everybody loves excellent drinkability. Um, yeah, so that's that's about all it says on there. Oktoberfest, 5.7%, 21 IBUs. Um, I'm surprised we're still doing the IBU thing, uh, but whatever. Um, and then <laughs> Caroline says, I'd offer you some of our West Side Fest beer. We keep drinking all of it. Uh, this is this next one is a good one. You should you should anticipate this based on this week's Cincy Brewcast episode. We've got Ludwig, the uh, Fest beer from Wandering Monsters. Um, I just I love. Love the artwork on their bottles. Uh, simple. Uh, a little monster hanging out there. 
Love him. Uh, this is a uh, 5.9% Fest beer. Um, also, uh, can we give a shout out to uh, to Zach and his handwriting? Because um, that's uh, that's really clean. <laughs> it is handwritten on there. All right. <coughs> We're going to, I have to get a bottle opener for this one. Uh, this is the, so far and probably will be the only bottle that makes it into this year's uh, Oktoberfest quest. I guess we could have gone bottles with Sam Adams, but cans just seemed uh, easier and probably more uh, more appropriate, I guess. I don't know. All right. Ooh, this is pretty. Man, I, I'm, a, I'm such a sucker for Oktoberfest beer. Um, and Fest beer has come a long way uh, for me. I think the Fest beers have gotten a lot better in recent years from what they were when they first started kind of popping up around here. All right, we have um, to my left, this side here will be Wandering Monsters, and the other side here will be Third Eye. The beers definitely look a little different. That makes it a little easier to tell what's what. Uh, well, yeah, they're pretty close. Um, I was, I, I thought at first the third eye looked a lot lighter, but, uh, now that I'm looking at them, they, they look pretty, pretty identical. <laughs> uh, both super golden, super clear. Um, they're may, maybe a little bit darker on the, uh, the wandering monsters, but, um, not much, um, big fluffy white head on both of them. Uh, this is, I can already tell you this is going to be difficult because um, they look very similar. Let me get my nose in here. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be tough. This is going to be really, really tough. Uh, I'm going to say this off the bat. I say it every time. Uh, just because one of these beers does not win the showdown does not mean it's not a good beer. Um, in fact, just about every beer that has been in the competition this year has, has been a great beer. So, um, either way, no matter how this goes, uh, both of these beers uh, are good. They're both actually gorgeous too. All right. I'm going to dive into the wandering monsters first. I had a bunch of this while I was, uh, recording the show, which we will talk about. Hmm. Oh man, that's good. All right. Uh, so one of the things that I love about a good fest beer is the body that it like, it kind of hides it in there. Like you expect something like light and crispy. Not that this isn't light and crispy and easy drinking, but there's this crazy kind of like full bodied thing that just kind of sneaks up on you almost like you, you don't, you don't expect it to be there. Um, but man, Man, that's a good beer. It's rich and kind of definitely has all of those uh, those bready notes that you want from Oktoberfest, but um, not in a heavy way that you you think of when you think of kind of some of those bigger Meritsons that are out there. I even think, <coughs> and I could be wrong about this, but I feel like uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest, which was definitely my first Oktoberfest beer that I ever had, I feel like that's gotten kind of more uh, festy over the years. And maybe I'm wrong, but uh, maybe it's just my memory, maybe that has uh, definitely changed. But 
I feel like the beer's changed. Uh, this is my first time having this one this year, this uh, third eye. Um, but I had it in previous years. I assume it's pretty much the same. Mm. Oh, man. This is going to be tough. There is a difference in carbonation. Uh, the third eye feels a little, uh, a little zippier. A little lighter on the palate. Um, not in a... Uh, not in a kind of a light, um, uh, lagery, kind of a pilsnery kind of way. It's not. It's not. It's not light. <laughs> it still has that full-bodied thing that uh, I crave. This is, man. This is not fair. This is not fair to put these two together. Uh, either one of these beers deserves to head on to the uh, the next round. <clears throat> Which um, I should mention uh, off of that thought. Uh, any beer that loses in the first round, it has to be the first round. Those those that get knocked out in the second round do not count for this. But in the first round, those beers will get put into a poll. And all of you guys get to vote on which one of those beers you want to come back. And I think it's round, I think it's round four, round three, round four, um, that uh, we'll bring one of them back in. It is... Round three. No, we're only doing four rounds. Uh, it'll be round three that one of the eliminated beers gets voted back in. So just because a beer gets knocked out, that does not mean that it's uh, actually out. Man, I uh, I am torn on this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This is the I, I, I've probably said it before, even this year, but this might be the hardest one so far. They are um, very similar. Uh, but well, no, there's definitely some differences here. Uh, the wandering monsters is more, more earthy. Whereas the third eye gets a little more floral to it, which, um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know which way I prefer. <laughs> I don't know which one is, is better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, this really just comes down to uh, personal. The whole thing is personal preference, obviously, but this just comes down to like what kind of mood you're in. <clears throat> Not fair. I'm going to go, and this is, again, just based on personal preference. Um, I think I like the slightly smoother, smooth is not a good way to describe a beer, so slightly lower carbonation, a little bit more earthiness of the Wandering Monsters. Uh, so I'm going to take them over Third Eye. Man, not, not fair. <laughs> Uh, Caroline says, based on the outside temperature, humidity, and position of Venus, there is something to that. <clears throat> Maybe not Venus, but uh, I have noticed that, like, if I'm doing one of these showdowns sitting outside by the pool, which I have, I did a couple of them this weekend that I didn't even post yet, um, which I'll give you guys a full update of where we're at. Um, 
the what I prefer doing that versus sitting here in the studio is very different types of beers. Um, so this this whole this whole competition is not fair. It's not uh, <laughs> the it's not sanctioned by any kind of uh, Oktoberfest committee. That's for sure. All right, let me give you a full rundown. Uh, we this is our fifteenth showdown that we've had this year, um, out of uh, probably eighteen total, I think. Um, Caroline says the the rookie wins. Uh, I don't know if you can count this as a rookie. Like, yes, it's a new brewery, um, but uh, Zach definitely knows what he is doing, and he's definitely made a lot of beers. Uh, and um, I don't know how in how much Jason has to do with actually making this beer or directing what it is, but uh, he clearly knows what he's doing too. They, uh, the, the team down there is uh, incredible. All right. <coughs> Full rundown, which I have to update right now because we just uh, did one. We did Wandering Monsters. versus third eye and wandering monsters moves on <coughs> all right um the uh the podcast studio right now also has a uh, slight smell of epoxy because the the, uh, the golden gnome trophy is still pretty fresh it's not fully cured yet uh, it's it's so it kind of, I can smell it. So it's been sitting in the garage for like days and it still <laughs> smells like epoxy. Um, let's see. Uh, Caroline's, uh, wait, uh, Marco says, so you dropped the kids off at the pool while doing the Oktoberfest showdown. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, they were there <laughs> actually, uh, this weekend, nobody got in the pool because it was, it was too cold, but we sat by the pool and drank and drank and, and drank. The kids just played in the house. Wasn't that, uh, wasn't that exciting uh, for them, I guess. Uh, Caroline says she only goes by the age of the brewery. Brewers keep moving and opening new places. Can't keep track of it all, but I'll drink all the delicious beer. No, that's true. There's not a lot of, like, uh, other than, no, there's not a lot of, like, new brewers that are moving in and, like, running a place right now. Like, there's... Uh, it is happening, uh, but not much. Most of the people have already been somewhere else for a while, which is kind of a fun little change that's happened in the last couple of years here in Cincinnati. Marco wants to know if I'm okay. Uh, no, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm going to die any day. <laughs> it's just chaos. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm not sick. Everything's fine. Uh, Julia says, better than how our basement is going to smell on Friday. Asbestos <laughs> and bonding agents. Okay, that sounds... That sounds exciting. <laughs> it's, it just smells like epoxy. It's it's okay. It's just I'm probably going to be drunk and high by the end of the show. Um, all right, let's catch up on where we're at for the uh, the Oktoberfest quest, which I I should explain. Um, I recognize that I think everybody that's hanging out and watching this live probably knows what Oktoberfest quest is, but. Uh, there's a lot of people that jump on Facebook and watch this thing after it airs or YouTube. Um, uh, so we need to talk about it. I will hopefully have a YouTube video that kind of breaks it down a little bit more. Um, I've been wanting to do that this year and uh, have not found the time yet. But um, Oktoberfest Quest 
uh, was birthed out of uh, this. Uh, it was just me just buying a bunch of Oktoberfest beer. I I kind of I get obsessive about things, uh, especially things that I really enjoy. And I was just buying a lot of Oktoberfest. And somebody asked me, well, what's the best one? And I said, well, that changes from year to year or from, you know, uh, mood to mood, just depending on what I'm looking for. So that's, you can't really answer that. Like this year, uh, I think, and I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, I think this one's my favorite. And I said, well, that's not fair either because I haven't had all of them. And then this, it's like this light bulb just, just, you know, appeared. I'm like, oh, I should make sure I try them all. Uh, so I did, I went around and I had every Oktoberfest beer, which there were not as many as there were, are, are now. And I drank all of them and I picked my favorite. Well, then I started thinking, I said, all right, uh, I could turn this into a thing and I could actually like, uh, structure it a little bit. Uh, but that got too complicated <laughs> very quickly because there are so many draft only options and things like that. And so I had to make some rules, the rules, which hopefully you all know them by now. If not, here's, here's the way I've built this thing. Uh, the beer has to be in packaging. If a brewery and by packaging, I mean, bottles or cans available uh, to go like in a normal fashion, uh, crowlers don't count. Um, I recognize that a keg to go is some form of packaging that doesn't count. It has to be regular bottles or cans to go. Um, uh, if it's in packaging and it is within my, my bubble of what Cincinnati beer is, uh, I will make sure that I get it for this competition one way or another. Uh, I will get it. Um, that's even that is getting a little, a little strange and a little more complicated. A place like Wandering Monsters does these 500 milliliter bottles. Uh, this complicates things. This is basically a pre-packaged. I mean, it's no different than somebody making a crowler uh, in a, a 500 milliliter bottle, packaging it, putting it in a cooler. Uh, it it's getting. It's getting difficult to d d differentiate uh, what packaging means, um, but uh, we're, we're still we're still okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I gather them all, and I put them through some kind of a bracket system. That bracket also gets a little strange from year to year, depending on how many Oktoberfest beers there are. Uh, if you are uh, if you're familiar with how a bracket works, you need an even number. Number one. You have to have an even number. You also have to have it kind of work its way down to some kind of a normal number of beers. Last year, it worked out really great that there were three beers that were in the final one. This year, it's going to be, I think, five is the way it works out. It'll be yeah, five, five beers in the, the finals. That's a lot in the finals. It's hard to, you can't really narrow five down because it's an odd number. Um, so uh, it all gets, gets a little strange. I, I also included this year <clears throat> something that I have not done in previous years, and that is the, uh, uh, the invasive species. <laughs> Love them or hate them, they're here. Uh, the places like uh, BJ's, uh, West 6th, uh, all, all of those guys that are, that are here that uh, may not really make beer here, but uh, are a brewery. <laughs> um, I included them. And uh, included their Oktoberfests. So uh, we had we had a lot of interesting ones. Uh, 
that freaking uh, high wire, it didn't win its round, which again, well, I'll get to that. I, I keep saying I'm going to get to it and then I don't. Um, it didn't win its round, but it's a heck of a beer. Like it's a really, really good fest beer. Um, so do they deserve to be in this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they definitely don't make the beer here. <laughs> so take that for what it is. But um, Caroline brings up a great point, something that uh, I've, I've definitely toyed around with, and that is uh, an Oktoberfest bracket and a Fest beer bracket. And I think it's really interesting that you word it that way, Oktoberfest and Fest beer, uh, because Oktoberfest is not a beer style. Oktoberfest is a, a category of a couple beer styles. Um, within that, it gets difficult with some of them of trying to figure out where they fit in. Uh, there are some Meritsons, which is the the Oktoberfest style that is the the uh, uh, the older style, I guess the the uh, the darker style we'll call it. Um, and uh, they they have drifted closer to Fest beer. Uh, how I don't want to ever be the one to say your, your beer that you're calling a Meritzen, it's kind of a fest beer or it's kind of not a Meritzen. Like that's, that's not, this is not supposed to be a style competition. This is supposed to be a little more fun than that. It's supposed to be a little more lighthearted. Uh, it would be like, uh, the best summer beer. Like that would be kind of something that I would do versus the best fruited goza because I, I think that summer beer can mean a lot of things for different people. Uh, so it leaves it a little loose. Um, I want people to be able to say like, yeah, you know, the gnome said this year that X beer is the best Oktoberfest beer, uh, but he, he was leaning too close to, to, to fest beer versus merits. And he's, he's wrong. I want that to still exist. I want that to still be a discussion. Um, I, I don't I don't want to go too far into uh, trying to judge on styles. I think that that is, is it's a valid thing and it's something that should exist. But that's that's not something that I uh, enjoy as much. Uh, not that I don't uh, think about it in my head sometimes when I'm trying a beer and try to figure out how close to style it is. But uh, that's not. <sighs> I would word it as uh, how too style a beer is has very little to do with how enjoyable a beer is. Uh, when I'm doing the Oktoberfest quest, I'm judging these Oktoberfest beers on how enjoyable they are, how close they are to what I want to drink when I'm at Oktoberfest. And, and even that <laughs> leaves enough wiggle room that uh, it can mean a lot of different things. If any of that makes sense, uh, let's let's roll through where we've been so far. Um, it's uh, it's been a it's been a good fest. <laughs> we have uh, high grain versus Tafts started things out. Um, high grain took that one, although Tafts was great this year. Uh, Madry versus Muller Brew Barn. Uh, Madry walked away pretty heartily with that one. Uh, Listerman versus Rheingeist. This one surprised me. Not that I don't like Rheingeist, but I've never been a huge Franz fan. I think it's it's fine. Uh, but this year, I, I, it was good. Clearly, it beat uh, Listerman. Listerman, a previous winner of the competition. Uh, it's always really, really crazy when a previous winner gets knocked out in the first round. Uh, Voodoo versus Warped Wing. 
I probably should not have put these two against each other. I probably should have spread them out a little bit, um, the invasive species. Uh, but uh, voodoo, <laughs> the voodoo was not great. Uh, it was it was it was okay. It was it was a, it was fine, but it was not uh, at all what I want an Oktoberfest to be. Um, we had uh, cartridge versus Wiedemann. Uh again. Both good beers. Uh, Cartridge just nailed it this year, uh, and Wiedemann uh, didn't as much, so uh, Wiedemann got knocked out. Fretboard versus Highwire. This was, aside from tonight, uh, this was tough, but uh, that might have been the the hardest uh, head-to-head that I've done this year. Um, That Highwire is a really, really good beer. Uh, but fretboard was just a little bit better. They also uh, fretboard leans into the Meritzen a lot heavier than what the uh, obviously the Highwire does. Highwire is definitely a fest beer. Um, it's hard going with a fest beer versus a uh, a Meritzen. Um, but yeah, fretboard walked away with that one. Uh, Fifty West versus Braxton. Uh, Braxton, a previous winner. Um, they did uh, take it out. They 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 took it this year. They knocked out Fifty West, which <coughs> Fifty West was um, uh, really really great last year. Um, I don't know that it was as good this year as it was. Um, uh, West Side versus North High. Uh, West Side, obviously, you guys know uh, how great that beer is. Uh, West Side, their um, their regular Oktoberfest, not their fest beer, um, has always been close to getting towards the end, but never, never quite, uh, never quite got past that hump. Um, but great beer, their fest beer made it to, made it to the finals last year, um, and got second place. Uh, let's see. Oh, Brink versus Moorline. Uh, this one, this one was, was harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, because, uh, I didn't know what to expect from the new Moorline, uh, and their new, uh, uh, it was it was a good beer. Like it was actually it was actually a really good beer. Um whereas last year the the Woots was was probably one of the worst <laughs> in the competition. Uh, it was not great. Um but Brink walked away with that one. Uh Narrow Path versus Sam Adams. Uh anybody who goes against Sam Adams has a a hard road ahead of them. That is a incredible Oktoberfest beer. Really really good. Uh Narrow Path did a great job with theirs. Um, but it was definitely not, um, it was, it was not enough to beat, uh, Sam Adams. Um, uh, but was really happy to see narrow path, put there some packaging this year so that we could get it into the competition because I love those guys and they make incredible beer over there. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Sonder had a, uh, a bit of a gimme on this one. Uh, Sonder again, previous winner. Uh, they, they went up against BJ's, um, and BJ's that was, uh, one of the worst Oktoberfests that I've ever had. It was uh, it was terrible on draft. It was terrible in packaging. Uh, so leads me to believe it's probably just a terrible beer. <laughs> it was it was not good. Uh, uh, but you know whatever. It uh it made it. If I'm gonna add in you know North High and High Wire and places like that, BJ's has to make it. <laughs> They've got to be in it. It's got to be fair. Uh. Grainworks versus Esoteric. Uh, I have not talked about this one because this was uh, over the weekend. Um, or no, this was... This might have been while I was camping like two weekends ago. But I don't think I've, I don't think I've posted anything about it. Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, but Esoteric walked away with that one. 
<clears throat> uh, municipal. This was definitely this weekend. Municipal versus Big Ash. Uh, we did this one sitting by the pool. Uh, municipal. Uh, it, it was it was close, but uh, yeah, municipal was definitely better. <laughs> they walked away with that one. <clears throat> uh, and then also um, sitting by the pool this weekend. Uh, Northern Row took on Streetside. Um, I'm trying. I want to try to be nice about this. Uh, Streetside won. Uh, great fest beer this year. Um, even better than they did last year with the uh, the collaboration fest beer that they do. But uh, Northern Row keeps. I I love Northern Row's logger game. I think they're doing incredible. I think they they get it. Uh, but man, they're for some reason their their Oktoberfest just isn't hitting with me every year. Like I feel like there's just something off about it that I'm not liking. Um, so yeah, they. I think I knocked out. It was a pretty easy decision. And then, of course, tonight, Third Eye versus Wandering Monsters, and Wandering Monsters moves on. So that's uh, it's around 15, and we still have several more. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rough job, but uh, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I have a lot of Oktoberfest beer in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it that way. Uh, it's also strange because I have a lot of Oktoberfest beer, but I can't drink it all right now. Like that's what's so like this is when I want to just be like just every night just drinking a bunch and I have to kind of save it because I don't know how the bracket's going to work out and you have beers that uh, uh can still come back. Like there's beers that have been knocked out that I'm like, "Oh, I I could drink that." I'm like, "Nope, nope, you can't drink it because they still technically aren't out. They could come back." Um so that's that's that makes it complicated. Um, I'm also uh, I know I've talked about this a little bit. Uh, I uh, I'm saving one of every beer <coughs> to build the ultimate Cincinnati Oktoberfest beer. Uh, this is something that uh, uh, has never been done, as far as I'm aware. Uh, every packaged Cincinnati Oktoberfest beer poured into one giant boot. And uh, not I'm not going to chug it, but I will drink it. <laughs> I will drink and I will enjoy. Uh, still left to compete. Uh, we have... Uh, let me find that list here. Yeah, still to compete, we have West 6th, Northern Rose Fest Beer, uh, West Side's Fest Beer, Wooden Casks Oktoberfest, and possibly 16 lots Oktoberfest if it uh, hit packaging. Um, if <laughs> my numbers get very uh, strange, if uh, no, we should be. If if 16 lots didn't hit packaging, it actually gets easier because that would put us at 18 um, in the first round, 18 showdowns, which would give us then nine for round two. Nope, that would still get complicated. Nope, nope, nine is what we need. Nine would be good, and that would give us uh, five for round three, which would give us a final five. I don't know. I just don't know exactly. Um, Caroline says, when is that party going to be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know when the uh, the finals are going to be yet. <laughs> It'll probably be in October sometime. 
That's that's as much as I know. It'll be October-ish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Um, I've I, I've definitely cuvéed plenty of these, just like one at a time, like the two of them competing. I'll, I'll I'll mix them, but I've never done all of them together as one super Oktoberfest. Um, it could go horribly wrong. Uh, that BJ is really probably shouldn't be in there because it's going to bring the whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to I hate to crap on BJ's, but man, that's it's just a bad beer. <laughs> we, you know, it's kind of become a joke a little bit. Like you know, uh, we we talk kind of about beer quality, and um, you know, most almost every brewery that's around is making really good beer. Like you can walk in anywhere and get a good beer. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're all still good. There are still, there are still things around that are not great. Um, I'm, I'm working on a, uh, uh, plans for a YouTube video that I really want to talk about now that, uh, kind of plays into this whole thing, but I don't want to, I don't want to give it away too much because I don't know when I'm going to get the video done. Um, and it might be a long time. Um, but it kind of plays into that of, uh, bad breweries or bad, bad places to get a beer. Um, be fun. Uh, what is, Ooh, what is the worst beer that you've ever had? Uh, uh, somebody asked that, um, I don't know what I was listening to. They asked that, uh, one of you guys might know it might've been one of your shows, <laughs> but, um, uh, the worst beer, um, I was thinking about it when I heard it and I, <laughs> Like most of the time, like beers really aren't, aren't, aren't bad. Like I have a hard time saying, oh, that was, I went here and I had a really bad beer. It doesn't happen that often, but my God, like that, that Oktoberfest might, uh, might be up there for me. Um, like I've had things that I don't like because of different flavors or, uh, different ingredients that I'm like, oh, that's just, it's not a flavor, not, not, not a taste that I like, um, but, uh, yeah, that Oktoberfest might, might take the cake, might take the, uh, the, uh, there should be another, another trophy instead of the golden gnome. It should be just, you know, the, I don't know, the, uh, the shit gnome, <coughs> maybe, uh, Julia says, wasn't there a Pilsner that wasn't a Pilsner that you did not enjoy in the least from a while back? Yes. But even that, like, it wasn't a Pilsner. Uh, and I will not be shy of, of saying that it was not a Pilsner. Um, but the beer itself was still tolerable. Like you, you could have called that something else and I would have, I would have been, would have been okay with it. It was not a great beer, but not, it wasn't bad. I could drink it and be fine. Um, man, the, uh, BJ's Oktoberfest is it was hard to actually like drink. I don't I don't know if I finished it. Like and I, that's it's a rare thing for me if I uh, dump a beer. Um so yeah, this is definitely definitely worse than the uh the pilsner that was not a pilsner. Um and that's that's something to and again kind of going back to that same idea of of judging something to style versus enjoyment. There are plenty of beers that I can enjoy, but because of what they call it, 
it would it would score lower if I was, you know, judging on some kind of a uh, a score sheet based on uh, the style of the beer, uh, which is why I don't I don't like to do it that way because uh, to me it should be about uh, you and how you how you enjoy the beer. Uh, with that being said, uh, my enjoyment changes if uh, if my expectations get set towards something and you you don't meet those expectations. If you if you tell me it's going to be a pilsner. I now have something in my head. Uh, if you tell me it's going to be an Oktoberfest, I have something in my head. Uh, whatever that thing is, that and that thing may shift and change a little, especially with Oktoberfest that is a couple styles underneath of it. Um, but uh, it, it, you better you better meet my expectation, or else uh, I won't enjoy the beer as much. And that's a that's a real thing that I think um, there are a few places around that haven't quite figured out. That they, uh, uh, especially with the uh, the world of Untapped, <laughs> uh, Untapped is great. Uh, the Untapped menus uh, definitely put you in a, uh, a narrow box of what you are supposed to call a beer, and that uh, leads to uh, uh, leads to expectations that maybe, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> leads to expectations that maybe are not always met. Um. I don't think that's a good thing, <laughs> but uh, clearly uh, Untapped is uh, doing something right because they are uh, everywhere. So that's a show topic within itself. Um, speaking of shows, as we start to, to wind things down here, uh, we had a brewcast this week, which hopefully uh, everybody downloaded and is either ha- has already listened to or is getting ready to listen to it. But um uh, we were at Wandering Monsters. Uh, we've been planning this show for a little bit, uh, just trying to actually sit down since they've been open, actually sit and drink some beers and um, kind of talk about uh, everything that they're, that they're doing. Uh, I, I think they're onto something. I think that this idea, um, it's something that you do see pieces of at a lot of breweries of trying to trying to be a little bit of something for everybody. And they uh, they have kind of taken it to the uh, uh, in a lot of ways to the extreme, uh, with, you know, adding the uh, the duck pin bowling and all of that. But um, uh, the beer is great, food is good, uh, everything. I tell you what, uh, I had the wings for the first time the other day, and this is definitely a <laughs> an article that I've been working on for a while of where to get the best wings in town. Um, uh, they might have the. the Word it this way, the wings that I had the other day might have been the best wings that I've had in the city. Like it was really, really, really good. Um, so uh, if you haven't been there, go there, eat the food, uh, drink the beer. It's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, on top of that, uh, we have another podcast that's already recorded that is uh, coming next week. We uh, we're ready to go with that. Um, that's uh, Streetside talking about their uh, anniversary party. And I've also got like on the calendar right now. Now I I hesitate to uh, to say they are confirmed because we all know how that works. Sometimes uh, I have three other brewcasts and I have three brewcasts on the calendar, and I have one drinking with the gnome that is is recorded. Now the episode of drinking with the gnome that is recorded, I am not happy with how it turned out. Uh, I 
I was trying some new stuff that uh, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So I, I, I'm on the fence right now. If I uh, just edit it and try to try to make it passable, or if I um, reach back out to him and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you guys want to re-record the show?" because that didn't turn out good, uh, and that's kind of where I'm leaning. So uh, as soon as I get a chance to sit down and send an email. That might be what what happens with that one, but um, that's coming. There there is more drinking with the gnome coming. Um, I have a couple ideas for drinking with the gnome that may make it uh, kind of force me, I guess, <laughs> force me to to record um, a little bit more episodes. Uh, Julia says, release it as a gnome only episode on Patreon. That's a good idea. We might do that. Um, just the uh, uh, the interview. Um, in fact, uh, maybe I'll do that this week. I'll put it out there for you guys to listen to. Um, but, uh, it's coming. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm like 90% sure that I'm going to reach out to him and, and re-record the interview. Um, uh, because it just, it's not fair to, especially it's, it's an, it's a company that is not from Cincinnati. Uh, they took the time to, uh, um, to sit down and, and record something with me. It's not fair to them to do a, a a crappy interview it doesn't uh doesn't make sense so but it's coming i promise it's coming i promise i'm working on all of this stuff uh the uh uh this is definitely my busy season um we are uh in the middle of planning obviously this year's uh big sis release which is coming up in like what uh two weeks is that right uh week, week and a half, something like that. Um, that's coming up really fast. Um, down at darkness. If you don't know about that, uh, I don't know where the best place to go, go to Facebook and find the event and it's on there and you can, uh, um, you can get on there and, um, uh, we'll definitely, uh, have some more information <laughs> on there. Hopefully soon. <laughs> that gives you more info, more information about the event. Um, uh, I was supposed to have a blog post written this week, and I don't know when I'm going to get the time to write it, uh, but hopefully it'll happen. Uh, on top of doing um, Big Sis, we are also in the middle of planning for this year's Beer, Booze, and Bonks, which uh, is is a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of different moving pieces to that. Um, I have the the brewery list is uh underway and definitely not completed um much to the uh, disappointment i think of some of the other people that are helping with the uh, the festival this year i don't think that they all kind of get it uh that's man there's there's a rabbit hole we could dive down to <laughs> which we won't because <laughs> this unfortunately this show is not just live it lives forever uh so anybody can pull it up uh in the coming days and hear what i say about them so we won't do that um uh, but we're working uh hard on that and uh, i'm trying to make sure that i do it right and that's important to me um to make sure that we don't we don't half-ass anything um and then on top of that uh we're following that up well, not following up that actually before that, actually, <laughs> we will have uh, this year's finals for um, October Fest Quest, which is a live event. Um, I still don't have confirmed where it's going to be. That is more so on me than it is anybody else. Uh, but there uh, are definitely a couple prospective places um, 
uh, well, I, I can say that uh, my idea going forward with um, uh, Oktoberfest Quest is that every year, whoever wins the festival, I will give them first dibs to host the next year's finals in their tap room. Um, I can say that. Um, so use that however you want to use that. On top of that, as Marco brings up, this weekend is Figtoberfest uh, at Figleaf. I am uh, I am hosting the Stein Hoisting competition. Um, uh, Stein Hoisting, for anybody who has never participated, is definitely a sporting event. It is hard work. It is painful and can easily ruin the rest of your day and the, the next day because your arm gets really tired. Um, but it'll be fun. We'll drink a whole bunch of beer. Uh, I have not had uh, the Fig Leaf Oktoberfest yet this year. So I'm excited to, uh, to drink a bunch. Um, but other than that, there's, there's probably a whole bunch of other things in my calendar that I should probably, <laughs> I should probably uh, plug, but uh, we won't because... Uh, that's not what this show is for. It's not for just sitting around plugging things. Uh, this show is for drinking together and celebrating another week. <laughs> we head into another week um, with all of the chaos that it may bring. Uh, stay tuned. <clears throat> I worked my butt off this weekend trying to get the new online store up and running. Uh, and it's not really there yet. Uh, it's... Uh, Everything's working to where I want it to be, um, but all of the new merch is not in there yet. Uh, we need to sit down. <laughs> I have to get my wife to sit down with me. We have to roll through inventory of all the stuff that is here and get that plugged in and um, then figure out what new stuff we need to order in to restock the inventory and it's a lot of stuff. And then uh, on top of that, we have new Nomi boxes, which are supposed to go out uh, very soon. Uh, I need to get all that stuff uh, ordered and together um, to get those uh, shipped out. Um, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, Brian Booth jumps in and says, joining with the Sonder Oktoberfest. That brings, that is one of the upcoming podcasts that I'm doing is that Sonder's Oktoberfest. Um, that is what next, is that next weekend? Yeah, so uh, this Saturday is the 16th. Yep, the 23rd is Saunders Oktoberfest. I, I will also be at that. Um, doing a podcast and uh, probably drinking a uh, metric shit ton of Oktoberfest beer. Because I just can't get enough. I, I can't get enough. It's so good. Um, I also just realized, and somebody should have said something, that we've been sitting here this whole time without the uh, without the chat pulled up on the screen. <laughs> I'm so bad at this whole thing. I one of these days, <clears throat> one of these days, I'm going to nail it, and I will uh, I will figure out how to make a podcast. My goodness, guys! All right, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap things up. Um, Stay tuned. There's a whole bunch of great episodes of the Brewcast coming. Uh, there are great episodes of Drinking with the Gnome coming. Uh, aside from the one that I'm in the middle of still trying to figure out, um, I have I have three that are in progress that uh, if I had the time to just focus on them, I could have those knocked out pretty fast. But um, you know how it goes, <laughs> especially this time of year. 
it's the busy season. Um, but we'll be back with uh, uh, more Drinking with the Gnome very soon. Um, and then uh, the show every week. Uh, you guys know every week except last week because camping and family and holidays and all of that stuff it makes everything more difficult than it needs to be but um for you know we're we should be in the clear now until um probably i don't know christmas time how does christmas fall this year we may be good this year um uh yeah we're good on halloween halloween falls on a tuesday that's that makes it easy uh december Okay, yeah, Christmas Day is a Monday. That may be difficult, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm not I'm not telling you that I'm not going to do a Christmas Day uh, drinking with the gnome or no, not drinking with the gnome, uh, weekly pint, um, but we'll see. It just depends. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out. If you like this show, if you like any of the things that I do, you know the drill. If you go to thegnarlygnome.com slash support, you can become a gnomey. And gnomies get uh, free things. Uh, I send boxes of some fun swag a couple times a year, depending on what level you support at. Um, you also get uh, first dibs of new Brewcast episodes, which didn't happen this week because it was I was up until the last minute trying to make sure everything was ready to go to post it on time. However, since we already recorded next week's episode, it's already it's already recorded. It's not edited and it's not done, but you will get first dibs at that. It'll be up uh, uh, soon. I don't want to give a date. It'll be soon. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it as soon as I can. Um, so you get those before everybody else. Um, <laughs> Caroline says, I expect a midday live surrounded by demolished wrapping paper. Uh, as should be expected, uh, my Christmas is... Um, very, uh, very busy. We, <laughs> we shouldn't talk about Christmas yet. We're still too far away, but, uh, we spend a lot of time, uh, going from one house to another house to another house. We're just, we're moving around a lot. Um, but usually the evening is when things calm down enough. Uh, the, the X factor in all of this is where are we? If we are at my in-laws house, it's impossible to do a weekly pint there because their internet is terrible. They live out in the middle of nowhere. And there is internet, but it is like the slowest internet that you can possibly imagine. Uh, so doing anything live is almost impossible. I can post things. It'll let me post something like the Instagram or something like that, like a picture. But it takes a very long time to do it. And uh, going live is uh, pretty much impossible. So depending on where I'm at, maybe I'll do it. We'll see. We'll know closer to the actual Christmas holiday, which... I don't even want to think about being anytime soon. I'm not ready for it. I'm still October festing. It's not Christmas time. Everybody have a good week. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you all soon. We'll uh, be back here. Same time, same place. Uh, doing the same thing. Probably still drinking Oktoberfest beers. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Uh, have a good night. See you soon. Is it wrong to ask for Oktoberfest beer for Christmas? I come on Oktoberfest beer wrapped up. Oh no, we got beer event calendars. All right, maybe I am excited for Christmas. Beer event season.